Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 396. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire and prepare to ignite. Are you ready to focus? Alpha Brain, the one-stop powerhouse for helping the body boost neurotransmitter levels and bring the mind to the top of its game can help. Get 10% off your supplement purchase by going to onit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. Entreport is all-in-one business automation software, but that's not all. They also bring the heat with world-class customer service, enabling entrepreneurs to easily build their businesses faster. Find out how Entreport can help your business at entreport.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Rebecca Livermore. Rebecca, are you prepared to ignite... 100% yes. All right. Rebecca is the owner of Professional Content Creation. She has been a professional freelance writer since 1993. Although she started writing articles in print magazines, she has been a web content writer since 2006. She now prefers producing web content over print media. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Rebecca, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then give us an overview of what you have going on right now. Okay, sure thing. Well, John, as you said, I've been a writer since 1993. And of course, since then, a lot of things have changed when it comes to content. And I was actually a stay-at-home homeschooling mom for 17 years, not at all career-oriented. My husband was in the Army. And so my primary focus was supporting him. And uh, I was not career oriented at all for that 17 years. So that was a long time out of the workforce. But about, oh, let's say nine years ago, I decided to go back to work. And about seven years into my job, I started to feel the itch to quit my job and start my own business. And I couldn't really see myself writing all day, every day, even though I had been writing on the side while I was working and even when I was a stay-at-home mom. And so even in spite of that, I thought, nah, I don't want to write all day, every day. And that was one thing that held me back from just quitting my job. But then I got the idea to be a VA and a writer, and that would give me not only Uh, income, steady income, but also some variety. And so that's what I did. But a few months into my business, I realized that there's so much more to content than just writing. And I began doing podcast production and content repurposing and social media management. And now I actually no longer do any VA work. And in addition to creating my own content, do content management for other small business owners. Well, Rebecca, we're going to dive so further into everything that you have going on and how you actually built what you have right now. But I want to go on a little side tangent first because I really appreciate your support of the military by being a military family. I I think you do know that I was an army officer for eight years and I just really love when I am talking with fellow people who have served or families who have supported that. Now, I have my own opinions on this, but what are your opinions on the show Army Wives? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Believe it or not, I have not watched that 
show. I do so, not believe that, actually. <laughs> maybe it's one that I should watch. I'm actually not a huge TV person, so I don't watch a lot of TV, and uh, maybe that's how I have time to get other things done. Absolutely. But, but yeah, for sure, I actually loved being an Army wife. Um, I didn't like the drama that some of the wives get involved with, not having seen the show. I'm, I'm sure that there's some drama in it. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you know, and there used to be like this whole circle of wives that would like sit in their, their driveways and just, you know, badmouth other people or whatever. And, and I never really got caught up in all of that. But for the most part, I loved being an army wife. I loved supporting my husband in that way. And, you know, he worked, he was in military intelligence, so worked, um, rotating shifts and holidays and all of that. And it just made sense for me to be the one that kind of kept everything stable in the home because his schedule was so sporadic. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that little insight there. And Rebecca, as you know, because you have heard a number of Entrepreneur on Fire interviews, we love getting that motivational ball rolling down that hill with a success quote. And I know you have a great one for us today. So take it away. Sure. The quote is, as we look ahead into the next century, leaders will be those who empower others. And that's actually by Bill Gates. And the thing that really stands out to me with that is that we really accomplish what we want to accomplish by helping others, by empowering others, by teaching them um, and assisting them in whatever way that we can. And so that's something that I've been fortunate to do right from the beginning with my business is just um, helping other people get what they want. Well, Rebecca, I want to put you on the spot here. Where's one example where you actually did the mantra of this quote, where you actually had this situation happen in your life, where you empowered somebody else? Okay, sure. Well, one that comes to mind is, you know, I talked about how I was a VA at first and got um, into then podcast production and other things. And uh, the way that that happened was one of my clients that I was a VA for said, hey, I want to start a podcast. Can you figure it out? <laughs> so I was like, sure. And he wanted me to just do it for him, which I did. But at the same time, I made him little tutorial videos and things like that. So like, if you ever need to do this on your own, here's exactly how you need to do it. And um, I actually ended up stopping working for him. And at that time, he was like, you know, can you teach me again how to do this? And I was like, sure, no problem. So even though I was now leaving, it's really going to cost you that. <laughs> no, no, I did it before before my last day. I was like, sure, here's the little videos. And here's how you need to do it and all of that. And so that's just one way, you know, and, and some people might think, well, that's kind of dumb. You're teaching your clients how to do what you do for them. But I, I think that that has actually served me well, because people want to hold on to me for the most part because of that. Rebecca, I think that's a great takeaway for Fire Nation. So often I hear from people that email in and say, John, like I want to share some of the stuff that I know, but I want to hold back the gold for later for when they actually become clients or when they actually become customers. And that's just not how it works these days. It's just not because, listen, we all have access to the internet. We all have access to an incredible plethora of information. And if you're not going to give it all away, if you're not going to just be that bright, shining person that's really looked at as the authority figure because you are truly giving away your gold up front, then people are going to go somewhere else for it. So be that person that's really doing all of those things to really 
put yourself forward as the expert authority in that niche. That's what I've always tried to do with podcasting. That's what you're doing, Rebecca, with how you have your VA relationships and how you always operate. And that's how the successful people are really building large audiences and then monetizing those audiences in a major way. Yeah, absolutely. I really want to transition now, Rebecca, into you because Entrepreneur on Fire is about your journey as an entrepreneur. You're our spotlighted guest today and you do have a journey. You've been doing this since 1993 on different levels and a lot of different areas. So you've had the successes. You've also had the failures. You've had everything in between. And the first thing we want to talk about is a failure, is a challenge, a massive obstacle that you face. And we want to learn from that. So Tell us that story, like really take us there, Rebecca, and then share with us the lessons that you learned. Okay, sure thing. Well, I really debated about what to share here because I think we all have our share of failures. And I thought rather than focusing on a single failure, I'll focus on a attribute in me that has held me back. And that is that I've struggled with something that's called imposter's syndrome. And I don't know if you've heard about that. Basically, it's a feeling that I'm not as good as people think I am, that I'm a fraud, and that any day now my cover will be blown and people will find out that I've been faking it. So that has really held me back because it's been an insecurity that has held me back from reaching out to people. Let's say, um, Well, just as an example. Well, do give an example, Rebecca, and get into details because that definitely is an attribute and that's huge and that's powerful and it's going to be a great lesson for Fire Nation. But we really want to hear a story of this in action. Sure. Well, the fact that we're talking on this interview right now (laughs) is an example because I reached out to you and said, hey, John, you know, I'd love to be interviewed on your podcast. And it's interesting. And I said, no, no, (laughs) no, you said yes. And that's kind of the point. But, you know, the insecurity that comes with thinking, oh, somebody won't want to interview me or they'll say no or whatever. And so, Uh, Maybe because I'm not as good as these other people or what have you. So that's uh, just something that I've learned is that, no, people do like me. People do want to talk with me. People do see that I have something to offer. So that's been a huge thing. And and actually, this is something that I still struggle with, and I'm in the process of overcoming it. And the way that I've done that is, first of all, accept compliments. If someone says I did a terrific job, to actually believe it and to also look at the evidence. And it's not just a random person here and there that says, wow, Rebecca, you did a great job or whatever, but that it's something that's consistent across the board. And I'm lucky in that I have a husband who's very, very supportive. You know, I mentioned that I supported him in his career, but he's also really supported me. And there was one time when I was expressing this um, feeling like I'm not really this good or whatever. And he just looked at me and he said, so all of these people that say you're amazing are wrong, (laughs) you know? And when he put it that way, you know, I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, maybe since a lot of people are saying this, maybe there's some truth to it, in spite of the fact that obviously I have my shortcomings and um, make mistakes and all of that. I mean, Rebecca, I say that you're awesome. Are you calling me a liar on entrepreneuronfire.com? No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I've, uh, I'm recovering from the imposter syndrome. So I'm like, 
well, thank you, John. Yeah, you're right. I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. And Rebecca, I love the fact that you brought this up. And I really want this to continue as a theme throughout the interview because the imposter syndrome lives within us all. And it's not about expunging it and getting rid of it. It's about embracing it and dealing with it and then saying, you know what, I'm going to turn it on its head and I'm going to start accepting compliments and embracing those compliments and also accepting the fact that, yes, this is just an innate feeling that every human being on this planet has at some level or another. President Obama has this. Every single morning he wakes up and puts his tie on. He says, when are people going to find out that I am running the most powerful country in the world and who am I to be doing that? I mean, it is what drives us as humans and it's part of our survival instincts. There's nothing wrong with having the imposter syndrome. It's just how you deal with it. And you've obviously learned how to deal with it well, Rebecca. So I want you to share with Fire Nation the biggest takeaway, the biggest lesson that you really want them to learn from this experience, from this realization that you've had? Well, I would say to first of all, listen to people when they say positive things about you. And I've even done something to where I have compiled, let's say, emails or things like that into a document where it's just pages and pages of people saying good things about me. And so anytime that I kind of have those doubts, I'm able to look at that and see specific examples of people who expressed how they view me, which is often very differently from how I view myself. I think that's a great tactic and one that a lot of people should employ because these are people that you know, like, and trust. So Mm -hmm. when they're saying things about you, then if you really do know, like, and trust them, you're going to take them at their word and that value is going to ring true. So great strategy, Fire Nation, something definitely I encourage all of you to employ. I definitely try to on my end as well. And Rebecca, I want to go to the other end of the spectrum now. We've talked about these challenges and obstacles that you've dealt with and you're still dealing with and you're overcoming, which is really powerful. But let's talk about an aha moment, a light bulb that went off at some point in your entrepreneurial journey where you said, wow, this is me. This is kind of special. This is going to be my little unique selling proposition and I'm going to be awesome because of it. What was that moment? Like, Tell us that story and then tell us the steps that you took after you had that moment to really turn it into a success. Okay, sure. Well, when I left my job, I made a mistake that I think a lot of entrepreneurs make. And that is that I took on a couple of clients that in my gut, I knew were not right for me. But especially since I was just starting out and needed the money, and I think I was afraid that I might not get other clients right away, I let fear motivate me to do what in my gut I knew was wrong. So the aha moment came when I realized that I would actually make more money with a lot less stress working for the right people than I ever would working for the wrong people. And there was one person in particular that actually comprised about 40% of my income. But it was just a nightmare working for this person. It wasn't a good fit. He was nice in a lot of ways, but it was caused me so much stress. And it actually caused me to do a poorer job for other clients because he was very Um, would kind of like flip out and need something right away. And so my whole day would be thrown off. Let's dive into that. Let's get one example of when that happened. It was just too much. Okay, well, this is something that happened periodically. And and first of all, he would would procrastinate on different things. And then all of a sudden, it would become an emergency. And like right now, you need to drop everything you're doing and put together all this information on a spreadsheet or, you know, that type of thing. 
And so, especially since he hadn't done his part with things, it was an absolute mess working through it. And I would have maybe uh, six hours worth of work to do for him that day. And the rest of my clients would just kind of get pushed aside. On another uh, instance, he often did not handle things well in his own business. And so people would, his customers would call me because he gave them my, my phone number. And so they would call me and um, complain about things and he would not respond. So that put a lot of stress on me. And in one case, I was dealing with an irate customer of his And I actually was late, about 30 minutes late to helping another one of my clients with a webinar, which I had never been late before, but I was so caught up in dealing with this other client's crisis that I didn't show up for another client like I was supposed to. So that was horrible. That was when I said, okay, this is to stop. How did it feel, Rebecca, when you actually snipped that cord and dropped that anchor, so to speak, that was kind of dragging you in the sand? How did that really make you feel? Well, it was a huge relief because I had been literally sick to my stomach with working for this other person. Now, there was a scary part of my income right. <laughs> took a big nosedive. You can imagine when 40% is gone. And I had been uh, spending so much time working on his stuff that I hadn't had a lot of time to cultivate other clients to take his place, even though I knew that I was going to quit. You know, there was a limit. But It was within about a month that I had totally replaced and even exceeded that income with clients that are just terrific and treat me really well. See, I love that. And that's one thing I really want Fire Nation listeners to think about right now. How do you want to spend your days? Who do you want to work with? Who you work with and who you work for? It reflects the person that you are and it's going to affect everything that you do in life. It's going to affect how you treat your friends, how you treat your loved ones. It's going to affect everything that you do. So from day one, if it's possible, you really need to make that decision of the type of people that you want to work for and of who you want to be authentically represented by and who you want to authentically represent because this is your life. This is your journey. And as Rebecca has just shown, it's your choice. When she made that choice and she cut that that cord, she was able to go out and get bigger and better business for her. And I just had a great guest on the show, Rebecca, Mike Michalowicz, and he wrote an amazing book on this that I think if you had read a little earlier on in your life, and if I had read earlier on in my life, it would have saved both of us similar situations like you went through. And it's called The Pumpkin Plan. And Basically, just a quick sum up for Fire Nation. With pumpkins, when you're growing an actual pumpkin, how they actually grow the biggest and the best, they actually cut away the rotten pumpkins that are just kind of drawing energy away from what they're trying to do, which is their overall pumpkin plan, the overall pumpkin. And what his point is, is that when we have all these other things, and for you as one major drain of energy and drain of stress, then you can't focus on the one pumpkin. And for you, the one pumpkin is not just one client. It's your overall business. That's Mm -hmm. your business. And so when you're able to cut off that negative energy, then you were able to create one amazing pumpkin. And, And it's a great book, guys. It's all about business. It's all about entrepreneurship. He was a great guest on Entrepreneur on Fire. I think he's just a wonderful guy. He's also written The Toilet Paper Entrepreneur. So a couple of great books that he has. But that one specifically speaks to that situation, Rebecca. Right. And, you know, it's so true that people hold on to these things because they're afraid to let go. But once they let go, 
everything else that really matters can flourish. Oh, this is such a powerful conversation right now, Rebecca. I'm really glad we've moved in this direction. It's going to be so valuable for the listeners. So sum it up for us. What's just one lesson, one takeaway from this entire experience? Well, first of all, listen to your gut. <laughs> you know, if so in your true. gut you feel like this is a bad thing for me, pay attention to that and say no. And if you make a mistake and say yes, nip it off at the bud as quickly as possible. And there was a time shortly, actually, it was right after I let this guy go. And so I was needing the income and somebody else con- contacted me and what they said that uh, that I wanted, they wanted me to do for them. I was like, ah, I don't really like that. But again, I just lost 40% of my income. And so I said, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And within about two or three days, I got back to them and I thought, you know, to myself, I'm thinking this is kind of flaky. I said, yes, I'll do it. But I didn't want to get back into that situation. So I said, you know what? I've really reconsidered this and I'm sorry, but I don't think I'm the right person. Rebecca, all we have is time, all we have is energy, and we need to make the right decisions for us as entrepreneurs that are right for our businesses. And by doing that, we're doing right for our clients. And you talk about listening to your gut. It's so powerful. I want to go back to that survivalist instinct that we talked about. Just like we have the imposter syndrome as part Mm -hmm. of our survivalist instinct, our gut is there too. And guess what? We are human beings. We have still survived after all these years because of our survivalist instincts. And part of that is listening to your gut. Uh Uh-oh, there might be a tiger around the corner. I'm not going to go around that corner. That's what your Mm -hmm. gut's telling you. So listen to your gut, Rebecca. Great themes that are coming from this. And here's a curveball for you. Have you had an I've made it moment? (laughs) Actually, I have not had an I've made it moment, uh, but I've had I'm making it moments. And so that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. And these occur anytime I land a big client or get great feedback on my podcast or other content or figure out a new skill or have someone tell me that I've made a big difference in their lives. These are I'm making it moments. And I'm not sure that I'll ever have And I made it moment just because I think that we're always in process. And so we're always working towards that, but I don't think we ever really arrive. Well, Rebecca, when this interview goes live, you're going to have another I'm making it moment because you are helping so many listeners right now get over what their shortcomings are and what is holding them back. And again, it's something that I've gone through and continue to go through. It's something that you're going to continue to work through. It's part of the entrepreneurial journey, but hearing from others like you who have found ways to move away and do so successfully are so valuable. So thank you for sharing that. And what I really want to do, Rebecca, is bring things to present time. Bring it to today, right now. Because, again, you've been going at this since 1993. You've seen a lot. You've seen so many different things come up and leave and go and what have you. Share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really exciting you and your business right now. Okay, sure. Well, that one thing is something that you and I've talked about just a little bit before. And that's that I'm launching my first course, Content Repurposing Made Easy. And I've always felt that my greatest area of gifting is teaching. And so it's really great to have an opportunity to put together what I know in a way that other business owners can use to make a greater impact. Plus, this is a first step away from trading time for money, which is a pretty exciting change for me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about this. What's the process you're going through with creating this course? What's going to be the ideal avatar for this course? And what are some experiences you've gone through while making it? 
the imposter syndrome has cropped up more than once oh, as I've yeah. been in this, you know, because it's like, oh, this isn't as good or whatever. But it's been really interesting because as I've pushed through it, I'm looking and I'm saying, hey, this is actually a, a really good thing that I think will help a lot of other people. And what has been fantastic with it is that I've had the opportunity to do content repurposing both for myself and for some other great clients. And I've seen the effectiveness of it. And so it just makes sense to package that together in a way that can be helpful for other people. Awesome stuff, Rebecca. I'm excited to see that. I just know the content that you always put forth is of incredible value. You always overperform. You always overdeliver. And I have no doubt that this is going to be another area where you do the same. And Rebecca, we're going to break in for a minute here and thank our sponsors. Three of my favorite S-words, all in one neat little package. Start, systemize, scale. Pretty important concepts, right? Okay, so you must know how to start after listening to Entrepreneur on Fire all this time. But what about systemizing and scaling your business? Systemizing and scaling your business are both integral to your success. If you're not able to manage your workflow and platforms easily, then you'll start to feel frustrated and burnt out real quick. And scaling? Well, who doesn't want to find the best ways to scale their business? What if I told you there's one simple solution to achieving these three S-words? Entreport is a business operating system that combines sales, marketing, and business automation tools, providing a streamlined platform designed to give entrepreneurs like you the powerful technology you need minus the anxiety and frustration. Entreport is also supported by award-winning, world-class customer service, which ensures you'll have help every step of the way. Go to entreport.com slash fire today to find out more. Now, I may not be all American. I'm actually 80% French, 20% English, just an FYI. But I do try my absolute best to stay all natural when it comes to what I'm putting in my body. I believe that taking care of your body and maintaining a healthy lifestyle is absolutely necessary to achieving success. Why? If you're not treating your body right, then why would you expect it to treat you right? Of all the things you need to work right in your body, your brain has to be the most important. But it's not very often we think about providing our brain with the key nutrients to support peak performance. Lucky for us, this company, Onnit, has created a flagship supplement designed to make it easy to give your brain everything it needs to function at above optimal levels. It's called Alpha Brain, and ever since I started using it, I live by it. You can get 10% off your supplement purchase right now by going to onnit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. And Rebecca, this is actually a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning round. And this is where we get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds fantastic. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Okay, well, there were two things. One was I actually loved my job. And so I wasn't like a lot of people who just hate their job and want to quit. I loved it and I knew I would miss it. The second thing was fear. And my husband was actually unemployed. So I didn't have the luxury of taking my time with making money. My business had to be profitable from day one and not just profitable, but I had to replace 100% of the income that I had been making from my very first day. So those were the two biggies. What is the best advice you've ever received? To just start. To not let fear or perfectionism 
keep me from doing something, but just do it. Oh, well, that's the advice that I always give. So I'm glad to hear it's the best advice that you've ever received. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Can you share one of your personal habits, Rebecca, that you believe contributes to your success? Yeah, absolutely. And that is being very conscious of how my time is used. And I actually use a resource that's called Kanban Flow. And what it is, it's a, like a visual project management system that I can put all of my tasks in. And I can also assign tasks to other team members. But with that, it combines another thing that I have used for at least a few years, and that's called the Pomodoro Technique. And this Kanban flow has the task, but it also has a Pomodoro timer. And so the the idea is that I put on that timer and for 25 minutes, I do not let myself be distracted at all. I just focus on that task at hand. And when the timer goes off, take a little break and then move on to the next one. So that's been huge for me. That is huge because time can be so slippery sometimes when we let notifications pop up and we're just going to check our inbox for a second while something's uploading. Next thing you know, 17 minutes have gone by and we're still responding to a couple emails. I love that. And Rebecca, do you have an internet resource like Kanban Flow that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Well, I would really say that that's my primary one right now that I use, uh, besides using Google Docs or Google Drive for everything. But really, the Kanban flow is the biggie because I use that for my planning. I use it to assign work to team members, and I use it to keep myself on task. So that would be the number one thing. Oh, and I'll tell you, Google Docs is unbelievable. I literally run Entrepreneur on Fire off of Google Docs. It's such a great resource and it's always improving and it's it's right there for you in the cloud. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Rebecca Livermore. Rebecca, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Okay, well, the one that has made the biggest impact on me recently is The One Thing by Gary Keller. And the reason is that so often we get focused on, well, actually, we're not focused. We're running a million different directions. And at the end of the day, we think, what in the world have I even accomplished? And so what that book has helped me do is it's helped me think through what is the one thing that if I accomplish this, it'll make either everything else unnecessary or easier. And that has been huge. Rebecca, do you know what my acronym for focus is? No, I don't. Follow one course until success. Ah, so see, that's perfect. (laughs) In Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Rebecca, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, well, obviously I'm a big believer in content. So the first thing I would do is to start a blog and start cranking out content. And one thing that I have learned is besides content helping me to be found, it's 
helps people to know who I am and it gives credibility. So that would be a huge thing. And then I would start up just two social media profiles. For me, that would be Facebook and Twitter. It could be something different for other people, but it's difficult to be on too many at once. And so those would be the two that I would work on. And then I would consider who are the top 20 influencers in my industry. And I would start doing whatever I could to help those people, reaching out to them, sharing their content, uh, just being in tune with them, commenting on their blogs, that type of thing. And then I'd also just be always thinking of how can I help those people and begin once there's a, a relationship established to begin reaching out to them and seeing how can how I can add value to them. And, you know, and then the main thing I would do is since I'd be out there interacting with people, I would just keep my eyes and my ears open for opportunities and to not let something like the imposter syndrome get in the way when I see an opportunity and just go for it. Rebecca, love it. I have truly enjoyed hearing your journey from your time as a military wife to being the sole bread earner of your family, being Mrs. Content Creation. I mean, it's so valuable. It's something that will always be here and such an important part of all entrepreneurs' businesses. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay, sure thing. Well, the best way to find me is on my blog, which is professionalcontentcreation.com. And then also now my secondary site is contentrepurposingmadeeasy.com. And then the primary social networks I'm on are actually Facebook and Twitter. Facebook is uh, facebook.com forward slash content creation. And Twitter, I'm R. Livermore. And give us one parting piece of guidance. Okay, sure thing. All right, well... Here's what I would tell people to do. I would say to paint themselves into a corner when it comes to launching something. So, for example, put up a landing page with a countdown timer. Oh, yeah. Or announce they're doing something to their email list and put a date on it so that even if they don't feel ready, they'll push themselves to get it done. Oh, Rebecca, that is such great advice. And it's exactly what I did with Podcasters Paradise, which is the community that I'm creating for people that want to learn how to create, grow, and monetize their podcast. I put up the landing page. I publicized the date. We started taking orders. We have over 126 paying members now for this community that still has not launched. So I mean, talk about pressure being on and talk about my focus being direct. Nothing is getting in my way. And That's why that advice is so great and it works so well. And Rebecca, I just want to thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thank you, John. A friend of mine recently released an online product using a new merchant account. He started receiving emails from customers that the system wasn't processing payments. But when he tried to reach his merchant support team, they were unavailable because it was after hours. Any questions regarding your store will be handled quickly by Shopify's 24-hour customer support team. Ready to switch? Get a free 14-day trial and 20% off for life at shopify.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite. 